Welcome to Daily Notes. My name is Adam Daly, and I am so excited for this episode. With a pending transaction of the XFL to Dwayne Johnson and his partner group, we're, we're going to dive into that a little bit, but we're also going to mainly focus on the top 10 films from Dwayne Johnson. We're really excited to have this movie-related conversation to with you guys today, so let's kick it off. Daily Notes is presented by Almost Sideways. For all your podcast needs, make sure you hit that subscribe button and also leave a review to let us know what you thought of the show. I am loving it. We are Knights Entertainment. So our first topic for today is going to be Dwayne Johnson and his investor group buying the XFL. And I'm going to just briefly talk about it because the XFL is one of those things that was created in you know the late 90s, early 2000s. Vince McMahon of WWE fame, or at that time WWF. And it was an alternative to the NFL, kind of giving more of an extreme look at it, you know, with like the cheerleaders in lingerie, a little different rules, a little rough and tough, uh, rough and tough t- style of play, and it it failed miserably. And for some reason, they decided Vince McMahon and his his company decided to bring it back um, this year. And unfortunately, you know, fortunately for its, it was actually drawing pretty well and selling good tickets and I actually thought about myself going to the Seattle Dragons which is the uh, the Seattle XFL team this year because the tickets are affordable they're like 25 bucks a seat so I'm like that's a pretty good uh, you know price tag to pay for a, a ticket but unfortunately 2020 hit and a lot of bad things did happen obviously we had the uh, the pandemic happen and it cut back a ton of sports and the XFL suffered tremendously they actually filed, they declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy in April, April 13th of this year, and has been seeking a buyer for the past three months. So for, for that long a period of time, you know, the XFL looked like it was it was dead in the water. And then all of a sudden swoops in a WWE faithful, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and his investor group, they agreed to buy the XFL for $15 million. You know, it, it's kind of interesting. His investor group and him, who includes his business partner, Danny Garcia, along with Redbird Capital Partners, are making plans next season, for next season. So it's, it's interesting. They're going to wait out. So I guess the, the first season of the XFL will be back in 2021. And I guess that old saying goes, the third time's the charm, I guess. Garcia went on and said, this is from ESPN.com, we're planning on it. Uh, said Garcia for the first female owner of a major American sports league, which I didn't know that. That's actually pretty awesome. We're doing all the steps that need to happen for the execution of that. But we're also being mindful to what has hopefully, or sorry, but what has actually been successful. It has been really interesting to see that in sports, when you create a bubble, your players are safe. When you don't, it's chaos. We are a league because of the number of teams we have that actually can create a bubble environment, those discussions are active. So, of course, you know, that's a pretty good kind of blank statement for from her. I, I, I'm i kind of intrigued by the XFL. I, I didn't watch any of the games this year, but like I said, I was planning on going to one. But, the, of course, the sale must be approved by a bankruptcy judge at a hearing. On, so I guess it was Friday. So I guess that's actually today. Monday afternoon, the bankruptcy court, or Monday uh, not sorry, the Friday, August 7th, that's, that's what I'm recording it on. So Monday afternoon, the Bankruptcy Court Committee of Unsecured Creditors filed an objection based on certain assets, including in the sale. So it's still not 100% done deal yet, but I, I think it's really interesting to see 
that there, there's plans for it. There's life to it. I think having Dwayne Johnson attached to the purchase of the uh, the sale of the XFL, I think there are going to be a lot more names drawn to the the show to this the the games. And I think that's actually going to be a really good thing for the league, uh, especially if they're trying to you know give an alternative to you know the NFL. So let's look at the standings from the XFL rather from this last season for 2020. There there's actually eight teams, nine, I guess there's a practice squad team so that if a player gets hurt on the regular teams, they can just call somebody up, which is actually a very smart idea to be honest. So there's eight teams. Let's look at the team's names real fast. The DC, we have the first team, we have the DC Defenders, the St. Louis Battlehawks, New York Guardians and the Tampa Bay Vipers and that is in the XFL East. In the XFL West, we have the Houston Roughnecks, the Dallas Renegades, the LA Wildcats, and the Seattle Dragons. The records actually looked like it was a pretty competitive league, a lot of back and forth. They played, played about five games here. There's only one team that really dominated, and that was the in the XFL West, and that was this the Houston Roughnecks. They were five and zero actually. This my Seattle Dragons were one and four, didn't do too well. They their touchdown, I guess their TD difference was like minus three, so. Uh, that's interesting. To round out the rest of the XFL West, you have the Dallas Renegades at two and three, and the LA Wildcats at two and three as well. Uh, in the East, you have the, the Defenders with three and two, Battlehawks three and two, Guardians three and two, and the Vipers one and four. So it was, that was a more competitive uh, division, I guess. So, with that said, you know, I'm, it could let's see what happens with Dwayne Johnson if this this uh, sale goes through and the XFL is playing in 2021. How many fans are going to go? Are there going to be yeah, limited capacity for these events like how what's 2021 going to look like because 2020 has been pretty crazy especially when you're watching sports like the nba uh and mlb with no fans nfl season is still up in the air i'm really interested to see what happens this year and what can they do to make this the safest sport season that they possibly can right now so i'm very intrigued by that so let's move on to the power rankings or the top 10 for Dwayne Johnson. If you smell what the rock is cooking. Now, Dwayne Johnson, you know, he was a WWE superstar wrestler. He was a wrestler. And he was one of the biggest stars in the 90s, specifically in the era, what they call us the Attitude Era, where things were a little less PG. They were able to get away with a lot more stuff. You had the people's eyebrow, the people's people's elbow. He was laying the smack down on all the candy words there. I, I, I won't. I'll edit myself there. But there, you know, The Rock was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. I absolutely loved The Rock, especially his rivalry with Stone Cold Steve Austin was legendary. It was a lot of fun to watch. And The Rock is has elevated himself outside he has broken the barrier from being a wrestler to a big screen celebrity his very first movie that he did was uh he made an appearance in like the mummy returns but his very first like leading star movie to my knowledge was the scorpion king and that was a wwe film production too i think that was their first one they did and the scorpion king really you know it was the kind of a prequel to the mummy returns you know it was pretty fun you know it a lot of his movies that you look back on, it's a big blockbustery, crazy, over-the-top performances. Definitely big A-list action star, and it's a lot of fun to see him bust out these roles. And his, a lot of his movies are a lot of fun. Some of them are kind of a lot of stinkers, but you can't 
deny the fact that this guy oozes charisma in every single role that he does. If it's from movies like the Southland Tales where he's like this like trippy um, paranoid football player to Doom where he's like this rough tough uh, captain military guy. Get Smart where he's this overly charismatic uh, spy. You know to the Fast and the Furious franchise, Jumanji franchise, you know in all these different roles that he does he kind of seamlessly plays these characters forward to seeing him in the DCEU with the new film Black Adam which he's supposed to play the title character which is going to kind of probably lead into Zazam because that's Black Adam Zazam's arch nemesis so let's break down this top 10 list and give you guys some heads up what we did here I asked Terry Zach and Todd send me over your top 10 Dwayne Johnson movies and we're going to give you guys the almost sideways top 10 Dwayne Johnson movies. And how I came up with the scores, I looked at everybody's list. They're 1 through 10. And basically, I gave the number 1 film on their list a 10. And then I went down 9, 10, 9, 8. And the number 10 film on their list would get a 1, of course. And then I tabulated the scores and came up with a top 10 list. So obviously your guys' list is going to look differently. Make sure you hit me up on Twitter at Adam Sideways. Let me know what you guys thought about our list and also what you guys would rank as some of Dwayne Johnson's best movies. Coming in at number 10 is The Other Guys and his role that he played was Christopher Danson. He was in this film very limited. He was in the opening kind of little couple 20 minutes of the movie and Definitely was a very charismatic character. He was teamed up with Samuel L. Jackson, who played Highsmith in that film. I, what I really loved about The Rock in this one, he's just oozes that, like, I'm the best got cop, best police. I do all these crazy, over-the-top things. And it's a perfect setup to Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg in this movie. And The Other Guys is just a really funny comedy. One of the better comedies, especially Will Ferrell comedies of the decade. He has kind of been hit or miss recently for Will Ferrell, but... Dwayne Johnson playing in such a small, small role. I gotta, I love this a lot, and I think that it's very deserving to be on the top ten. I think that you kind of had to have the other guys in our top ten. Coming in number nine on our list is the 2013 film Snitch. Now, in this film, he plays John Matthews, a father who will do anything to help his son get out of trouble. Basically, he's a, const- a construction company owner, John Matthews, learns that his estranged son, Jason, has been arrested for drug trafficking, facing an, an unjust prison sentence for a first-time offender, courtesy of a mandatory minimal sentence laws. Jason has nothing to offer. Desperately, John convinces the DEA to go undercover to help uh, make big arrests, big enough to let his son go free. So, obviously, this is The Rock seeking justice for his son, going undercover. And this is the one that I put on my top ten. I'm really happy that it did make you know, this list here. I, I think this is a, a very fun action film, a kind of a ridiculous setup and premise to the movie, but it pays off. There's some really fun sequences here. The Rock like has a highway chase with this, on this giant semi-truck. It, it's kind of ridiculous at times, but it's very fun. I, I enjoy this one. Looking for, I, I, got, I bought this on Blu-ray too, so I, I think this is a very deserving film at number nine. Number eight on our list here is Empire State from 2013. Now, this is based off a true story, and it's a very good, fun story to watch. It's about the largest cash heist in U.S. history. Liam Hensworth plays this guy who really didn't make the cut as uh, in the police academy. He kind of fails at doing that, so he gets a security job at an armored truck company. 
he kind of makes a bad decision telling that they have lackluster security and his best friend says we should do this heist and kind of unravels in this giant scheme and they they pull off this heist but of course Dwayne Johnson plays detective James Ransom and he's tracking down Liam Hensworth in this film and this is just a very, very good movie, and I'm so happy that this film made our top ten because I feel like this is one of Dwayne's underseen movies, and I think he's really good in this film. He doesn't have super like crazy action sequences here. No, he's just a detective tracking down who done it, and I think there's some really interesting things that they do. I love heist films, so this has to rank up with one of the better rock movies. So definitely check this one out if you have. Coming in at number seven is. 2010's Faster. Now this film, Dwayne Johnson plays Driver, just simply known as Driver. He's been in prison for 10 years and Driver is now a free man with a single focus, hunting down the people responsible for brutally murdering his brother. Ton of great action sequences in this film, really just a lot of fun high octane energy of course this is what the rock does really well he has these really charismatic you know brutal action seek movie scenes and he keeps it fun this is a lot of fun movie definitely worthy of a top 10 spot here and a really fun film that you guys should definitely check out if you haven't this is a kind of need to rewatch and this was actually todd's number one Dwayne Johnson movie so that is really saying something there because he's been in so many fun movies and having a movie that probably is lesser known being your favorite one I would take that as a really high recommendation that we all should check this one out so good job putting it at number one Todd number six on our list is 2003's Little Rundown directed by Peter Berg where Dwayne Johnson plays a guy named Beck Beck is hired by a guy to track down his son, played by Sean William Scott, in the Amazon rainforest. This is a really fun movie, especially one of Dwayne's earliest works on this list. A lot of good quotable lines. Like, little thunder, little lightning, thunder, lightning, Santa Claus doesn't give any breaks. Like, there's a lot of fun lines in here. And I think the chemistry that Dwayne and Sean William Scott have, throwing Rosario Dawson here, Christopher Walken being the, the, the villain, the big bad in this movie, gotta say that was a lot of fun to see especially the scene the tension between Sean William Scott and the rundown or Sean William Scott and the rock rather I think that seeing their friendship grow throughout the film I thought that was really fun and this is a really cool action movie that I've watched countless number of times number five on our list is kind of the grouping of the Fast and the Furious movies they kind of all blend together really well uh, one person had Fast. A couple people had Fast and Furious six on their list, a little higher than Fast Five. But basically, they kind of equaled out to the same amount of points. So Fast Five and Fast and Furious six are, are at this spot here, where he plays Hobbs. In Fast Five, he's tracking down these group of racers and trying to track down Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, and the gang. And then Fast Six, Fast and Furious six, where he kind of teams up with them as well. So. A lot of fun stuff here. Of course, the Fast and Furious franchise is basically on acid now because they're so over the top and crazy. But Fast Five is really the, the turning point of the franchise where it was this crazy larger-than-life thing and became as kind of the blockbuster that it is. I think that his best outings as Hobbs is Fast Five for me. I like him in Fast Six. Fury Seven, he's pretty good. I didn't really care for Fast Eight. Uh, we'll, we'll mention another one of his movies in a second from this franchise. High Octane, f- fun film. I think a lot of people have seen the Fast and Furious franchise, so it's no, it's obvious that 
it was on. I'm going to make this list. So number four on our list is Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle from 2017. Now, when they first announced this film, a lot of people were like, we are totally not seeing this film. This is going to be garbage. Why are we even doing this? However, when people started watching, this movie became a huge financial success. What a great, great film this was. I had so much fun watching Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Especially when you have these kids getting sucked into a video game, into this world, and their avatars are these pretty well-known actors. And seeing them just turned up to 11 was just so much fun to see. Also, being giving a nice tie-in to Jum the first Jumanji with Robin Williams. I thought that was really good. Uh, and so it was a really w worthy sequel and very uh, just a lot of fun. Really good action pieces. You got Karen Gillian playing Rudy Roundhouse. You got Jack Black play uh, playing Professor Sheldon Shelley Oberman. Kevin Hart playing Franklin Mouse Finbar. D Nick Jonas is in there. Dwayne Johnson, of course, plays Dr. Smolder, Bravestone. And you got guys like up and comings like up and comers like Alex Wolf in here is Colin Hanks makes an appearance. There's so many really good act well known actors in this film. This is just a fun time from start to finish. And of course you get, you know, Guns N' Roses playing Welcome to the Jungle on it, so what more could you ask for? Number three on our list is Fighting with My Family from twenty nineteen, the most recent film that he has Dwayne Johnson has was in, and he's basically playing himself, so it's very easy for him to do so. But this movie is focuses mostly on Paige. And how she goes from just small indie wrestler to one of the biggest WWE female wrestlers of you know that her generation, and it's seeing her story. She's played by Florence Pugh. It Florence Pugh did a fantastic job with uh, playing this character, playing her, and it was a very enjoyable movie. Of course, being a WWE fan, I do know that it's kind of makes WWE look really good. And there's some stuff they didn't tell, unfortunately. But as a movie goes, I think this is a very good inspirational film. Dwayne Johnson uh, has a little small cameo appearance. Uh, so the, from the trailers, they do show him in the trailers quite a bit. So don't think that you're going to get a whole lot of Dwayne Johnson in this movie. But I think it's a good, fun wrestling family film. It's definitely worth a watch and definitely worthy of a top five spot. Coming in number two on our list is the first film that all four Almost Sideways members have put on their list, and that is 2013's Pain and Gain, directed by Michael Bay. And it tells a story of three bodybuilders who want to achieve the American dream in the only way that they know how. Extortion. Yeah, extortion, that's right. This movie takes place in Miami in the 1990s. You got Mark Wahlberg playing Daniel Lugo, Dwayne Johnson playing Paul Doyle, and Anthony Mackie playing Adrian Dorbell. And Tony Shalhoub shows up here. That's the guy they're trying to extort. I, this is a fun movie, man. Like, Dwayne Johnson's ridiculous. He shoots off his toe, or his toe gets shot off. Yeah, and you got Anthony Mackie also in there, too, being crazy and having a relationship with Rebel Wilson. You got Dwayne Johnson also on cocaine through a lot of the movie. Mark Wahlberg's doing like these upside down inverted like uh, sit ups, and um, a lot of crazy like slow mo shots. This looks beautiful. This is a f I I really enjoy this Michael Bay film. I actually wish I would have saw this in theaters. I thought it was really well done. Michael Bay hasn't really done a whole lot of really good uh, good films, but this is definitely one that I thoroughly enjoy from start to finish and. Especially that gym sequence where they like, 
kill somebody with a dumbbell. Pretty crazy stuff. So definitely had to be on our list. And of course, number one, you're welcome. It's Moana. Yes, Moana is our number one film that Dwayne Johnson has been in. What a great choice for number one here, guys. I think this is definitely my favorite uh, movie. He, Dwayne Johnson really embodies Maui, this demigod who's really high on himself. He sings his songs. He, you know, he's this big rough and tub, tubble guy and who steals this fish hook at Moana you know, trying to save not just her pe- the world, but also her people, you know. It's a very empowering film. This is the first film we actually took my daughter to, and she sat on the little re- uh, the seat at the AMC Theater and just was glued to the screen and absolutely loved it. We bought the soundtrack, and it was just a fun film. And Moana, being up here in tw- from 2016, and was fantastic. And also seeing Dwayne Johnson show up at the Oscars and sing a little bit of his You're Welcome song before he introduced... Uh, you know, our, what's her name? Uh, her name is Alali Carvalho. I probably said that wrong. Who voiced Moana and she's singing Where I'll Go. Uh, definitely a great choice for number one. That's our list. Let's recount. before. Actually, before we tell you the list again, let's go for some honorable mentions. Uh, Terry actually hadn't seen a whole lot of movies, but he uh, also said Barack Obama from SNL was something worthy that we should talk about. I, I really like that. The Rock Obama. Also, the TV show Ballers, which you can find on HBO. I haven't watched that show yet, but I hear he's really cool in it. Also, San Andreas was on a list as of this guilty action film. I really liked the disaster movie, so that's a really fun movie. Gridiron Gang is another fun movie, another true story, which he plays this football coach who you know takes these um, underprivileged youth who are kind of in, um, what was it, Juvenile Hall, I guess that's what it's called, and um, kind of arrested they, so they don't get more charges at, at, at prison so make them a football team so I thought that was a really good movie Hobson Shaw was the other Fast and the Furious movie that was mentioned and I can understand why that was that's a really good stupid funny just fun movie I would also have to throw in Skyscraper which is like Die Hard Light I think that's uh, Dwayne Johnson's Die Hard film uh, it's, a, it's a fun movie it's just not uh, something that's going to be in top 10 Get Smart again that's another f- fun movie he's played in Be Cool which he plays his bodyguard for Vince Vaughn. I definitely think uh, that was a fun. That's a fun movie. You're not woman enough to take his man. I can definitely tell you that. And he's played in other movies that probably aren't really worth mentioning at this point. But that's our top. That's our top ten list. Let's go over that one more time. Number ten, we have the other guys. Nine, we have Snitch. Eight, Empire State. Seven, Faster. Six, The Rundown. Five, Fast and the Furious. Five or six, whichever one you want to put there. Four, Welcome to the Jungle, or Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Three, Fighting with My Family. Two, Pain and Gain. And number one, Moana. Uh, anyway, guys, that's our show for today. Just breaking down the Dwayne Johnson's top ten films. I really I think our top ten was pretty solid. I can't complain there. But make sure you guys hit me up on Twitter to let me know what you guys would put in your top 10 list for Dwayne Johnson movies. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for taking out the episode. Next week, we're going to have a very fun conversation, trying to get a guest on the show, so be on the lookout for that. I'll probably drop some hints on Twitter this upcoming week. So anyway, till next time, guys, I will see you guys in the next episode. Later. I would like to extend to you an invitation to the pants party. Excuse me? The... Party, the pants with the pants. Party with pants. Brick, are you saying that there's a party in your pants and that I'm invited?
that's it.